Hey everybody, and welcome to the Billboard.com Pop Shop Podcast. My name is Keith Caulfield, and I am the co-director of charts at Billboard. Coming up today, we've got must-hear music with Billboard's deputy editor, Digital Joe Lynch. As always, the Billboard Pop Shop Podcast is your one-stop shop for all things pop on Billboard's weekly charts. In addition, you can always count on a lively discussion about the latest pop news, fun chart stats and stories, new music, and guest interviews with music stars and folks from the world of pop. But first, before we get started, if you enjoy the podcast, you can subscribe to us on iTunes. You know, it's it's simple to do. You just click subscribe and you get all of our podcasts for free. It's simple. Um, and plus, you could leave us a rating or review while you're at it because we love ratings and reviews. And of course, if you want to explore more podcasts from Billboard, visit iTunes.com slash Billboard Podcasts. So today on Must Hear Music, Joe and the team will be chatting about new music from Miley Cyrus, uh, Khalid, and Anna and the North. So stay tuned for that in just a moment. Um, about Khalid, actually, interesting side note, sort of a chart perspective. He's had a really incredible year on our charts. Uh, his first album, American Teen, hit the top five of the Billboard 200 chart and has hung around at the top of the chart and the upper reaches of the chart for a very long time. Um, and he had a, a really big hit single with Location, which reached the top 20 of the Billboard Hot 100. He's also had a number of other hits as well, but that is the song that has really kind of brought him to a a new uh, fan base and new exposure in the past year. Interesting uh, thing that is not on his album, uh, he did a cover of Fleetwood Mac's Dreams, which you can find on his social networks. He posted it back, I think, in August. It is great it is so good, um, and I say this as a fan of Fleetwood Mac and Stevie Nicks, um, and I wonder, I'm just curious, I wonder if uh, Fleetwood Mac or Stevie has actually heard the song. If anyone can get Stevie on the phone, feel free to do that and find out. Anyway, um, so with all that said, let's get into it on Must Hear Music. Hello, and welcome to the Must Hear Music podcast. My name is Joe Lynch, and I'm sitting here with Lindsay Havens. Hello. (laughs) (laughs) And Tatiana Sirisano. Hello. And this is Tatiana's first podcast, not just on the Must Hear Music, but ever. So this is pretty exciting. No pressure at all. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Um, For those concerned, Jason Lipschitz is alive and well. He's just very busy. Yeah, too busy for us. Sends his regrets. Actually, yes. Yeah, his assistant came over and said, I'm sorry, he can't make it. Yeah. Um, But anyways... We still got some podcasts, so this week we're going to talk about uh, new Miley Cyrus, uh, a new Khalid kind of demo type thing he released, Nora and Pure, Anne of the North, and then in the Lindsay Indie realm, we've got Whitney and Muna. Oh, yeah. Um, so <laughs> let's get into, I guess let's start with, um, I kind of want to start with this Khalid song, so it's called Perfect, and this is one of yeah. your picks, Tatiana. Um, so can you talk about it a little bit and wait sure. what it is and what you like about it sure so i'm a big fan of khalid like full disclosure um but i i really like this song um he released it on soundcloud and just put perfect rough draft in parentheses um and it is definitely a rough draft like it's only like two minutes long um it's very short and you can tell that it's not like finished in the studio um but it kind of just goes with like his whole I think a lot of fans like him because of how authentic he is and how mm-hmm. honest he is. And I just really like that. 
I think fans like the fact that he puts these things out on SoundCloud. Like Saved was on SoundCloud originally, and then it ended up on his album later. And it's also almost like inviting fans to comment on it and like right. give him feedback, which I think is interesting. Um, and the song itself is really good. I mean, it kind of shows like I think a darker side or a side that we haven't really seen from Khalid because American Teen was so like happy and bubbly. Um, yeah. So the song is kind of about like not being perfect, contrary mm-hmm. to its title. Um, and I really, yeah, I really liked it. I don't know if you guys had time to listen to it. Yeah, um, I actually loved it for the reasons that you're saying because it is less pop than what was on yeah. his debut. And even though that he put rough draft on this, I really hope that he doesn't mess around with it too much. Just because I like his voice sounds amazing stripped down with like not a ton of pop production over it. The lyrics are great. And I just I think it works really well for him. So I think it would be kind of cool if his next album or project that he puts out is sort of in this vein of like, this is a rough draft, but I didn't mess around with it too much. No. And here's the thing, though. He said that this song actually is staying on SoundCloud. Which I thought was interesting. Oh, interesting. Like he doesn't want cool. to take it anywhere else. Okay. Um, so I don't know what to make of that, but it's like another interesting thing about it. Yeah. That would make me think it's not going to be on the album in this yeah. format. Or it makes me think he's going to do like a SoundCloud free EP. Could be. Yeah. Maybe. Could be. Wow. You heard it I'm here all first. For it. <laughs> yeah, guys. Be on the lookout. <laughs> um, yeah, I really, I mean, we, we talked about American Teen on the podcast before. I think mm-hmm. we all loved it. I know yeah. you liked it. Yeah, I love that. Um, yeah, it's like, I, I love him and I, I agree with what you guys are saying. It's mm-hmm. it's an awesome song and it's it's really nice to hear. I mean, you know, he's, he's so young. I think he's 19. Mm-hmm. And we've only so heard young. an album, one album from him yet. So to like, it really, especially with this, to hear like that he can do a kind of like pretty polished like R&B pop album and then yeah. like come out with this, which is really veer. I mean, it's like the vocals are soul, but like the music is veering into kind of a blues folk territory. Mm-hmm. Um, it really makes it seem like, I hate to use a cliche, but I'm going to do it. Uh, <laughs> the sky's the limit for this kid. Um, but, it, you know, it's just, it's impressive. Like, so he came out this great debut that had a cohesive sound, and now mm-hmm. he's doing another sound, and it's also incredible. And I agree, yeah. I would be happy with an entire album like this. I feel like that probably won't happen because he'll, he'll want right. to come up with something that, like, has chart potential. But, yeah, it, yeah, there could be, like you're saying, like a kind of like a bonus, you know, SoundCloud-only project or something. Yeah. Like early stages versions of yeah, the next cool. album, but it's uh, in conclusion, it's good. It's really good. It's a must hear, <laughs> if you will. I might. <laughs> um, well, let's listen to some of it. So it's Khalid Perfect Parentheses Rough Draft. You can find it on a SoundCloud near you. All right, that was Khalid's Perfect. Uh, let's do a Lindsay pick. So, Lindsay, Muna, In yes. My Way. You've talked about Muna on this podcast I before. I have, but I had to talk about them again. And um, why did you have to? Well, this song, let me tell you. Um, I really love the message behind it, but aside from that, like, the song also is great and speaks for itself. But So it premiered on Noisy, and there's this huge article basically about how the song is all about, like, modern-day hookup culture. 
and how people are really afraid to label things. And then now the vocalist Katie Gavin is sort of saying, like, I'm not afraid to say it. Like, I kind of like being in your way. And then, like, all three of them were talking about how as they were working on this song, they realized, like, this actually applies to friendships, too. And, like, you could have, like, you know, you could love your best friend and you could also feel like you're in their way sometimes. So I just think, like, I love when people go really, like, deep in on the lyrics and explain Mm -hmm. what they mean and that, like, it's something people can connect with. That's definitely what I think this is. Um, There's also, like, a crazy piercing guitar solo around, like, the 215 mark that I really like. I just think they're, like, an incredibly strong female pop rock band. And I'm happy that they're putting out new music so soon after their album. So what did you guys think about it? Um, Well, I I really liked it, too. Um, And I think that Muna has a really good way of, like, taking subjects that aren't that happy and making Mm -hmm. these, like, happy, uplifting pop songs about them. Like, they did that with I Know a Place and um, what was the other one? Crying on the Bathroom Floor. Yeah. Yeah, are all whole Yeah, they're all subjects that, like, aren't necessarily happy, but the songs kind of, like, take that and make this danceable thing out of it. Um, And the song is kind of similar to that, so I really liked it. Yeah. Crying on the Bathroom Floor. Wait, did they read my diary? Yes. Yeah. You actually listed as a writer on that song. Oh, good. In the liner notes. I'm I'm excited for that royalty check. (laughs) No, I'm not going to pay you. 30 cents these days? Um, Yeah, I I mean, we've talked about them before. Yeah. Um, I, I, yeah, I think last time we talked about them, I was in the category, maybe I was just having a grumpy week, but I was, I was saying that I liked it, but I was like, oh, but they sound like a lot of other stuff. I mean, they really are a strong band. I'm, I, I think, yeah, I mean, they're like, They've got more. I mean, I still, what I was saying earlier is, is sort of true. It's like, we do, we know things like this. We've heard things like this for the past 20 yeah. odd years. But, like, they're much, like, musically as a band and song construction-wise, they are a lot stronger than pretty much anyone else doing this kind of thing right now. I think so, too. I mean, uh, Katie was also, like, she's playing around with her voice a little bit more on this. If you are a fan as I am, you can just tell she's, you know, getting a little bit more experimental with it. And if they keep doing things like that, I think then they'll start standing out more from Mm -hmm. the pack yeah and i think it helps i mean i still haven't seen them live but everyone i've heard who has seen them in concert says it's just like even better than so good yeah and they do always go like deep into their lyrics like you said which i think is cool yeah and i'm huge on that so i think that's why i love them so much Mm -hmm. so it's the song is about like not getting in the way of like or wait, what is it about? Did you even listen to me? I was listening, and then I stopped listening. <laughs> it's like kind of the opposite. It's basically about being like it's not about- afraid to be in the way of like speaking up in a relationship, whether it be like with someone you're seeing or with like your best friend, even just like sort right. of taking that stance and like declaring like I'm not afraid to say it. Like right. I kind of like, like you're being not in your way. To me. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Okay, you know you're familiar. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I've met those. I need attention. Before. Yeah. Um, um, yeah, it's cool. That's that's interesting. Um, do you feel like we need to do that to Jason to get him on this podcast? Totally. I think, I think we should just like start playing that every day for him in the background, mm-hmm. and then just like sort of being a chorus around it. You know? Yeah, he'll get the message. Eventually. Yeah, one day. One day. <laughs> All right. Uh, well, let's listen to it. It's um, Muna in my way is the song.
right, that was New Muna. Um, next up, let's do, I guess we do one of my picks now. Um, so let's talk about, uh, this is not too dissimilar. I mean, in my mind, to Muna, even though it is similar. Or it is, never mind. Let me just start that uh-huh. one over. No, you're, you're not. Um, I want to talk about <laughs> Anne of the North. The song is called Always. Um, this kind of reminds me of Muna, even though it really doesn't sound like it. I but can some, understand Something that, emotionally yeah, reminds me of, like... Like, her, the emotional palette she's talking about reminds me very much. Mm-hmm. Um, I love that word choice. I know. Emotional palette. I know. <laughs> Someone just slapped me for saying that. <laughs> um, but yeah, anyways, it's a good, it's pretentious, but it, it's good. No, you but it, I I'm get, saying. like, I understand. It's, like, the perfect, yeah. Right. Um, <laughs> but anyways, so Anne of the North, uh, it's a duo. It's um, a guy and a girl, and I think her name actually is Anna, and she's that from Norway, uh, Oslo, and that's why she has that interesting pronunciation of, well, at least I think, like, I could be making this, but, like, she says background, like, backrowind, and I'm like, what? Like, why would you? It sounds like it, when a kid is, like, <laughs> could be false words. information. Anyways. Maybe she just has a speech impediment. We don't know. Yeah, ouch. Uh, but, no, <laughs> she has an album, and I think it's titled Lovers. Yes, it is. Um... It's great. I'm really, I'm a fan of it. Um, we did a great interview with her on .com recently. Um, I just like she has this kind of like, not exactly fragile, but a very like gossamer voice and mm-hmm. this kind of this sort of ambient synth pop um, that kind of like with Muna, like a lot of people have yeah. done and are doing. I think um, there's just a little bit more, I guess, emotional heft or something behind this album. Um, a lot of the lyrics, especially on this song and other ones, revolve around pretty tried and true theme of like I like a guy mm-hmm. and he doesn't like me back and he there might even be another girl in his life and but she doesn't get him she only <laughs> likes him for his money or she doesn't really understand him it's kind of like the like indie version of you belong with me <laughs> but that being said like that's a good theme the people like that theme um I just I think it's anyways I, I like it because I think it's very beautiful and very kind of relaxing and enjoyable to listen to but what did you guys think of this song slash artist it kind of reminded me of the trio wet um just like a lot of the lyrical content like all of their songs are basically about the little novel that you just said you know (laughs) about like yeah i like a boy and i don't know how he feels um so it reminded me a lot of that but i really like it's like gentle electro pop you know it's Mm -hmm. not like yeah it's not too in your face it's not too high energy it's like very easy listening so i liked that yeah. Yeah, and on that, like while I was listening to it, the first thing I thought was this could go so many different ways. Like I could see it being like a dance remix type thing. Mm-hmm. I could see someone playing an acoustic version. Like I could see it going like it's a very versatile song, I guess. Mm-hmm. Like I don't know. Um and her voice is really pretty, like gorgeous. Yeah. So I yeah. liked it, yeah. Yay. Everyone's no on complaints board. here. Um all right, cool. Well, let's listen to it. Uh, Anne of the North, the song's called Always from the album Lovers. Watching you hold her, watching you hold her. And I'm always in the background. I'm tired of being in love. I'm tired of being in love. I'm tired of Alright, uh, so yeah, that was Anne of the North. Um, next up, let's do... Oh, we've got um, probably the biggest name pop star in this podcast. So we've got Miley Cyrus. There we go. Uh, you know, no offense to Anne <laughs> of the North, but Miley's a little bit a higher little on bit the up there. <laughs> uh, The song's called Week Without You. That's spelled W-E-E-K, but 
sure that's a little play on words mm -hmm. from Ms. Cyrus. Um, this is your pick, Tatiana, so yeah. do you chat about it? Yeah, so I know this was my pick, but I kind of, I kind of have mixed feelings about the song. Um, yeah, I just, I thought it was interesting because, like, it's definitely the most country-leaning song she's done yet off the new album, off Younger Now. Um, so I just wanted to see, like, how you guys feel about that, like, Miley's return to country. Um, and the song itself, I mean, it's definitely very catchy, and I could see it doing really well live. It would be, like, a fun song to sing along to. Um, and it is sort of like a, an original take on like a breakup song. Mm -hmm. um, so, yeah, I thought it was really catchy and fun, though. I don't know if it has any like staying power. Like, will I listen to this in a year? Probably not. Um, but for now, it's a fun song. So, yeah, I just want to see what you guys think about it. I think the year is a good question. I feel like it might yeah, yeah. like be kind of just one of those album tracks where like mm -hmm. presumably if the whole album is really good, the Younger Now album, like you'll listen to it just because it's the next song, right. not so much like seek exactly. it out specifically. But I, I did like it a lot. I love the lyrics. Um, the lyric, if I spent the week without you, I'd probably have so much fun. Yeah. Because the way it's, it's <laughs> set up is like, if I spent the week without you, you're expecting sort of some like exactly. love Lauren sentiment. And then she's just yeah, like, I would right. probably enjoy myself <laughs> a lot more. Um, and I think that's great. And I think it's also like, like a relatable sentiment. Like, because, you know, everyone, even in a good relationship, like you go through that feeling where you're just like, I'm sick of this person or like <laughs> I would rather you know be alone or just do something different and like but it's not romantic and it's not like a fun thing to talk about so it's right. you don't hear that in songs as much totally. um so I appreciate her like giving some voice to that musically I like it it's kind of got that like sunny inviting sound there's a little like to me yeah it's like maybe like a shuffling like 50s country type thing yeah. like not really rockabilly but but definitely kind of like a, a more low-key like Mm -hmm. country shuffle um i'm i'm into it i like it but yeah i agree with you i mean my socks are still on they've not been knocked <laughs> off um, oh, exactly. yeah <laughs> but, but it's good i don't know what did you think Lindsay? i think it's okay um i was kind of surprised that she would choose to release it as the third song off the album just because that That's draws true. more attention to it in terms of like it would be fine for me if i was listening to the album and just heard this in the mix but because now it's like extra spotlighted um I think I'm judging it a little bit more harshly. Yeah. But, I mean, that being said, it is really different from the two she's put out. So in terms of showcasing, like, hey, like, the album has multiple sounds, that kind of makes sense. But I, I think it's funny that she's talking about, like, a week without you. And it's like, Miley, you had a year or two without, <laughs> like, without anyone. Like, you were doing whatever you wanted for a long time. Um, so I think that's kind of funny for her to be, like, fantasizing about a week without... A significant other and it's like you you did that though like you had plenty maybe of time she wants it again I, maybe <laughs> i don't know thought she was done with that i don't know can't be tamed TBD. yeah <laughs> um this actually reminds me not to go off on a diversion but um on the kesha album there's that song hunt you down mm -hmm. the one that's like the only country song on yeah. the album or the only yeah. like very country song uh it was so good anyways i love that Just one a shout out to kesha there shout out to kesha <laughs> um but I wonder if that this will be like that or if the full Miley album will like be, yeah, I don't know. know. We, we still, I feel like it's going to be more like singer songwritery than country. Yeah, me too, which I want. I, I do want that, yeah. yeah. And I'm I mean, board. based on the few that she's released, it could go so many different ways at this point. Mm. So we'll have to find out. We will. I'm excited though. I mean, I, I like oh, her. Yeah, I think yeah. she's got a great voice, very talented. Yeah. So. Um, all right. Miley Cyrus, Week Without You is the song and let's listen to it. That you put me through 
All right, that was New Miley. Uh, now let's do, let's see one of my picks. Uh, so there's okay. someone that, uh, on Twitter, Jake tweets at me and says we need to do more dance music. Okay. So I'm putting in a dance song, and this is not one of the artists he requested, oh, admittedly. Wow. Sorry, Jake. But uh, Nora N. Pure, it's the Swiss DJ who's been around maybe three, four years. Mm-hmm. Um, and the song I picked was Fever. It's new-ish. I think it's maybe a week or so old. Um, it's just, I don't know. Like, it's it's the kind of, it's like funky, but it's got kind of like a, a deep house sort of background. It's got yeah. that, like insistent beat but the drums are like real or at least they're sampled from a real drum that a human played at some uh-huh. point and I'm, I'm totally fine with like synthetic drums or you know whatever <laughs> nothing against that but it is kind of nice when you hear you like some live element yeah, yeah. like a, a bit yeah. of a live element totally. like a, a disco like four on the floor mm-hmm. um so yeah i honestly don't know much about her though i just know she's a swiss dj and she makes music and i feel like i've never like read an interview with her maybe we should do an interview with her i don't know maybe um but the song is called fever um, it's just, like, a good, like, kind of, like, insistent, like, I feel like it's good for dance floor, it's good for, like, running, um, but did what did you guys, I haven't mm, cried to it, good for crying, we'll, we'll figure that one out, <laughs> yeah, good, about 10 minutes, okay, um, <laughs> what would you guys think of it? Um, I mean, I don't have too much to add, my favorite part was, there was, like, tin pan drums at the end, mm-hmm. is that what you were talking about, or were you talking about... Maybe you're talking about something. Um, I was talking about the other drums, but I know oh. what you mean. Well, yeah, yeah, that was my favorite part, just because I love that sound, and it sort of fit in with the vibe, but also, like, music like this is really easy to just listen to and kind of, like, lose track of how long yeah, you've been listening to definitely. it. But that sort of caught my attention and was like, oh, wow, like, this is something a little bit different. So mm-hmm. I appreciated that part. Yeah, definitely. And I'm always for, like, promoting female dance artists because totally. there's not that many. So, or not, yeah. not that there's not that many. There's not that many being promoted. Um, so I was, yeah, I was into it. Not only for that, though, it's a, it's a really cool song. I like it, it a lot. Yeah, it's good. And you're right. Yeah, there are, like, a lot of female DJs, but they just, for whatever reason. Yeah. yeah. To catch, I mean, there are many reasons, so. I'm sure, that we get into. But, um, but yeah, so Save Nora that for another Pure, podcast. yeah, song is called Fever. Let's listen to it. Right now. All right, uh, next and last, we've got a Lindsay pick. Uh, the mm-hmm. band is Whitney. Nothing to do with Houston. Sorry. <laughs> She's not. There's not one of those weird Turn posthumous albums coming out. Um, so Whitney, you and me. Um, I, I'm pretty sure we've talked about them in this podcast, but I actually don't think it was you. I think it was pre Lindsay. Really? Oh, wow. And so I'm guessing Jason maybe brought it in. I, I don't fully remember. But hmm. um, but yeah, do you want to talk about it? I would love to. Um, glad we saved the best for last, obviously. <laughs> so Whitney is putting out an album in November of all demos that didn't make it onto their debut, which is one of my favorite albums of the year, or whenever it came out. It might have been last year. But uh, this is, like, the first track that they've released off of the demo album. And I think it's interesting for me to always see, like, when you hear these unreleased demos, like, well, why didn't it make it on the album? And then sort of guess. And this isn't a case where, like, it just wasn't good enough. It just doesn't really fit in with the rest of the like cohesive vibe that they had on uh light upon the lake which was their debut it's just a little bit more up tempo like there's a really fun guitar riff that's pretty repetitive throughout and then i like that it's like bookended by 
30 seconds of instrumentals, like at the beginning and end. It doesn't open or close with vocals, which I thought was interesting for them. But yeah. Are you guys love, Whitney fans? I'm a huge Whitney fan. All right, glad um, to hear that. But I love the part where, um, like, a minute in, the very soft acoustic guitar comes mm-hmm. in, and it's really unexpected, which I really liked because I think Whitney is one of those bands, and I'm a huge fan, but I think that people could say, like, oh, a lot of their songs sound the same. Yeah. But that part was really unexpected and really pretty. I liked it a lot. That's a good point. Yeah, I like those kind of, like, unexpected yeah. moments. Mm-hmm. It was um, very sudden. Yeah. But it worked. They could, like, keep your interest when yeah. it can sometimes, like, wander. Um, I, I really like this. I mean, I like yeah. them, but I, like, I yeah, I agree with you. Like, this seems, this is actually, I feel like this is, like, one of the best Whitney songs I've heard. It's, like... Interesting, yeah. Um, I just, like, it's, I don't know, it's, like, got that jangly, like, bedroom pop, mm-hmm. pop rock thing going. Like, very... I mean, I guess it is unpolished, but it's, like, it's a full, like, composition. It's not, like, a sketch of a song. It's right. just, like very like we're gonna like set it up and record it and then that is what it is and I kind of um yeah I mean that was I guess that was really in vogue maybe 15 13 years ago and it's not so much anymore mm-hmm. so maybe that's why they didn't put it on the album but I I love how it sounds uh, yeah me too and you know his voice <clears throat> here is kind of doing this like vaguely country but more like 70s hippie version of country type thing. Yeah, he has an interesting voice. I'm into Super it's, interesting. Yeah, it's good. It's so yeah. So you and me, Whitney. I I really like it. It's like now I guess I'm I wasn't excited wow, for this album. We got ourselves a new Whitney <laughs> fan. And now I'm like, all right. I guess I have to listen to this demos album. That I guess you'll I have otherwise to. Otherwise, not paid attention to. Well, that's what we're here for. That is introducing <laughs> people, myself included. Yeah. To must hear music. Indeed. Um. But yeah, all right, well, let's listen to it. So, Whitney, you and me. Right, that was New Whitney, and uh, yeah, that's all we had. So, uh, Tatiana, how do you feel about your... Well, thank you. for First off, <laughs> great job. You thank are you. so, so welcome. Uh, yeah. How do you feel about your first podcast? Um, pretty good. Hopefully I don't listen to this later and hate the sound of my voice, but... Yeah. <laughs> my advice would just be not to listen to that's it. That's actually honestly. very good advice. <laughs> um, I think you seem like a natural, so I wouldn't worry about it. Yeah. Um, that was a hair flip for those at home who can't right. see. Yeah. <laughs> that was a hair flip. Um, what, what is, what's coming? Is there anything coming? I mean, there are, there are things coming up. We've got... Music always tends to come out, you know? It does. That's Oftentimes it re- gets released and people listen to it and things happen. And yeah. they like it or they don't. Um, yeah, that's how it goes. It happens. I, I'm trying to think what, of what's what going coming out. out. There's a new Pink album. So we'll uh, talk about that. Um, I'm sure there's something else I'm excited about. I don't know. <laughs> I guess tune in next week. Yeah, I guess we'll, we'll, we'll see what happens next week. Um, but anyways, thank you for listening. If you have recommendations... Uh, Joe won't use them. I will... <laughs> I sort of use it. I yeah. use the general idea of Maybe Just like nudge him in the direction of something and yeah. then he'll take well, it from Galantis there. Galantis was suggested. Oh, and, I see. Um, I, did, I listened to the album and it's, I, I like it. It's just, I, I don't love it, I would say. That's fair. But it's just, I mean, they, I do think Glance is great. It's just not my, not my cup of tea, yeah. personally. 
something about the vocals they use. I don't know. It's just not. I agree. I totally agree. Anyways. Um, <laughs> all right. Thank you for listening, and uh, we will catch you next time. Bye. Bye.